Welcome back for another episode of Money Mindset Thursdays, which is the live edition of Financially Free with Cleo podcast. So I hope you're having a really good day. I am doing well. The only thing I'm really not feeling this week is that my throat has been a little dry and scratchy this week. I don't have the C word. I already confirmed that. But it's been a little tough. So I've been drinking tea and trying to eat a little bit better than I normally do, trying to get some nourishment in my body, even more than I usually get. But I'm still feeling great. So if I have to take a little break and take a little sip of water, that's why I need it because my throat may get a little dry. But anywho, I hope you're doing well. So we're just going to get started and talk about a post that I made yesterday on Facebook. So I basically kind of shared a conversation that I had with someone. So I basically reached out to a school back in my hometown. So just to share with you all, one of the projects that I'm working on is I want to go back to all of the schools that I was a student at, meaning from kindergarten all the way through college. And I wanted to go back to talk with some or all of the students about financial education and things that you really should know around those ages. And that's just something that I didn't get to experience. So I want to use my time, my resources, my knowledge, my experience to pay it forward and give back to students who are possibly now in a position that I used to be in. So one of the schools that I called, I talked to a lady, explained to her what I was trying to do. And she told me that the school, that the school is now a Uh, alternative school. And she told me that these students um, have behaviors that are not like behaviors at a regular school. So basically, she's saying that they are bad kids, have bad behaviors, and that I may not really should bother. She said she doesn't know if I would be comfortable. And she said she doesn't know if I would even want to do it. Now, I didn't know that this school is now an alternative school. But I don't care. I don't care what type of school it is. All I know is that years ago, I was once a student here, whether if it was a regular middle school or if it's an alternative school now, I still wanted to go back to talk with the students about money. And it just kind of made me feel kind of um, weird because it's like, just because it's an alternative school and the students may not have these good behaviors, does it mean that they shouldn't have access to financial education, access to professionals who can teach them? And not just any professional. I'm talking about me. I'm, a, I'm someone who has been there. Now, when I was younger, I didn't have any bad behaviors where I had problems in school because of my behavior. But I grew up in lower income neighborhoods, in poor neighborhoods, in high crime rated neighborhoods, in neighborhoods where they felt like Well, a lot of people probably thought that you wouldn't be successful or that you wouldn't be able to learn how to properly manage money. You know, the odds are against a lot of us in these lower income or inner city urban neighborhoods, right? But it just made me think like, how are these students really feeling in these schools? Like, it's hard as adults to try to do this. So I can only imagine as a student, as a child, trying to learn certain things and you may have not had the great greatest upbringing, but then you don't have adults that believe in you. You know, as an adult, it doesn't feel good to have people 
thinking that you won't be great. So as a child, that can be even more damaging to your self-esteem and your confidence level. So I think it's important that we give these students a chance. Now, I know there are times where there are adults out there, there are um, organizations and programs out there that we try to help kids and maybe it just hasn't been successful. Sometimes you can try all you want and it's, it just doesn't work because you know why? They have to want it. They have to want to do better. So I do get that part, but just to not try at all or give up, I don't think I agree with that because I think about myself and the kids that I grew up with. When I was younger, I didn't take any money classes. I didn't really, I don't really remember having an experience like listening to people talk to me about money at school or in the community or in my family. So it starts with having those conversations. Even if I was to go in the school and talk to them, they could may not want to hear anything I have to say. But my whole idea is, is that I want to try. I want to see if it will work. And just to assume that they may not be uh, capable of learning the information, let's try first. Let's see. And it may not work the first time. You know, you can't just try something one time and then expect them to make changes, like 100%, 360 type of change. It takes time. Just with us regular kids or us regular adults, we can't make changes overnight either. So I feel like we should be patient with everyone. We all learn differently. We all have different strengths, different weaknesses. We've all had different experiences in life. And I just feel like me being from those type of communities, I can bring what I've learned in Nashville, Nashville, Tennessee is my hometown. I could bring what I've learned in my own hometown, but then also all of my experiences in all of these other cities and states and countries. I want to bring that back to my community where I was born, my hometown where I was raised. I just feel like there's so much information that I want to share that I wish I could have learned when I was that age. So I just want you to know, like whatever you're trying to do in your life, find someone else to help. That's my whole objective here is to whatever your industry is, whatever your skills and expertise is, find someone to teach, someone to help. Even if, even if it's just one little conversation, if you don't have the time or the resources to have consistent interactions with someone, at least one conversation will change their life because I've had plenty of times where I've had a one-time conversation with someone and it was life-changing because the information that they gave me, it struck a part of me that hadn't been struck before. And I knew I needed to do something different, hear something different. And also I wanna add, sometimes we can know certain things, but you know you may have to hear someone else say it to really for it to click. It's kinda like when, my when I tell my own daughter certain things, I give her tips and advice. When, when you're getting it from a parent, you know, you really don't listen that much. But when you hear someone else say it, maybe in the same way or in a different way, you kind of listen and it clicks a lot different. So I just want to encourage you to find someone in your community to have a conversation with or have some regular meetings with to uplift them, inspire them, especially the kids. Yes, us adults, we still need help, but we have to start with these kids so they can grow up and have even more things to teach the next generation. All right, so next I'm gonna talk about this post I saw on Twitter. So I don't know if you follow 
Lil Duval on Twitter, but he is a comedian, actor, rapper, singer, all of that. Hilarious. He is super funny. But I was on Twitter the other day and he had a post that basically said that it said, before you go on vacation, go to therapy. And when I saw that, it made me think about times years ago, y'all, when I would go on a trip because I was trying to escape my current situation. You know, I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of this job. I'm tired of these people in my life. I'm tired of this environment. I need a break because we go on a vacation to relax, release, you know, just be in a good mood. But you want to create a lifestyle that you're not running away from because once you come off of that vacation, you're like back to square one. Now you're back in the same negative environment. So was the, the vacation helpful for a period of time? But it's kind of like you are drinking a lot of alcohol. Maybe you smoke. Maybe you do some type of drugs. Maybe it's sex. It could be anything. Whatever you are doing to kind of like make yourself feel good for a moment, but then you know you got to go back to your reality. I think that we should work towards creating a lifestyle that we're not running away from. We need to create a lifestyle that, you know, it's not going to be perfect. Every job, every day, everything is not going to be all perfect. But overall, you want to make sure that you're not stressed all the time. If you're always stressed, always say you hate your job, always feel like you're struggling with money, like something does need to change. And if you take that vacation because you just need a break, that's okay. But when you come back, what are you going to do? Are you going to still stay like in the same habits? Like what are you going to do to change that situation? And that's what I want you to work on. So the first time that I went to therapy, well, the first time that I thought about going to therapy, I was a little nervous because at that point I didn't really know how to talk about it. Like I was wondering like, yeah, like I know this is a professional. I know this is what they do, but I'm like, can, can they really help me? Because I feel like I'm just like the worst case when it comes to, you know, money, uh, when it comes to, you know, communicating and in relationships and not just romantic relationships, but I'm talking about friendships, family, coworkers, all of that. I'm like, will they really get me? Will they really understand how I'm feeling with all of this? So when I first went to therapy and you know that for any of you have, that went to therapy, you know that first session or maybe the first few sessions, you're basically kind of giving that therapist all the details from your childhood, present day, what you're looking for towards the future. You're like spilling it all. And if you're not used to doing that, it can kind of feel very scary, it can, be, it can be scary if you're not used to talking about your feelings. And I know sometimes people think, well, I don't want to talk to a stranger. Well, is talking to people you know helping? It could, but you, you need to have like a balance. Yes, we need some people in our lives that know us, like really know us, that can tell us the truth. But then you also need to have conversations with people who don't know you, don't know your background, that can give you an unbiased opinion, advice, and thoughts about what decisions you should make and how you should make them. Ultimately, it's up to you to make 
whatever best decisions you feel like is good for you at the time. But you got to talk to someone else that's a professional that knows how to deal with the way we think and the way we move, our body language, how we react to certain things. You have to talk to some professionals. So instead of just only going on that vacation to get a break from life, figure out a way to actually create a lifestyle that you don't have to run away from. You can enjoy your life and you can still enjoy your vacations. And I'm telling y'all, the vacations are even better when you know you're coming back home to still a good life. You know, you're not dreading, you know, walking back on an airplane like, oh my God, I got to go back to this job or I got to go back to this, you know, living situation. You want to make sure you have a life that you genuinely enjoy. And it's never too late. You could be, it doesn't matter your age. I used to feel like I was too old to make certain changes. But when I would meet other people that's in their 40s, in their 50s, even in their 60s, try new things and do new things, it's like, it's like, wow, like, no, I'm not too old. I am actually not old. When I was younger, like early 20s, I used to think 30s, you know, 36 was old. I'm 36 now, but I know 36 is not old. Um, yeah. Hey, hey, how you doing? Yes. Create a lifestyle that you do not want away from. So, and y'all check out the Dear Son podcast. Thanks for tuning in with me today. Um, but yes, I want you to make sure that you are thinking about how do I want to live my life? If I could wake up, when you wake up tomorrow, what is the type of lifestyle you desire? What is it going to require of you? What type of resources and people, money, what type of time are you going to have to put into it to create that lifestyle? And I've learned that every day is a new day to make some changes in your life. So think about that before you take your next vacation. All right. The next thing is evaluating your inner circle, meaning the people that you have communication with on a regular basis. Now, I know sometimes we have people in our lives that we may not see them or talk to them every day. A good friend of mine, shout out to Cherie Allen. She sent me a post yesterday that basically was talking about how, you know, if you have friends that you, you know, you're really close with and you may not see each other for like months or weeks, but when you do see each other or talk to each other, it's like you guys never left. And you do have friendships or relationships like that where you're just busy with life and you love each other and it's all great, but sometimes you just be busy. But when you get together, it feels good to have those conversations with friends or with family members. So think about those type of relationships, but also think about the relationships with people that you talk to all the time, whether if it's in person you're talking to them or whether if it is you're texting or you're talking through DMs on social media, maybe you're talking over the phone, but think about the people that are in your close inner circle. And I want you to know that those type of people, they really control the way you progress in life. You know, if you have people in your life that is always negative, always complaining, always got something negative to say, like, you have to ask yourself, is this connection worth it? You know, sometimes we can hold on to connections with people because we've been, we've known them for a long time, or maybe it's a new person. You feel like, you know, you think that they'll be a really great person, but then you start to feel not so good. You really have to ask yourself, is this relationship? Not, and remember, I'm not just talking about romantic relationships. I'm talking about relationships with a romantic partner, with a friend, with a family member, with a coworker, business partner, whatever, 
ask yourself, is this relationship adding value into my life or is it taking away a lot of energy? Is it worth it for me to keep this connection going? And then you have to think about the people who do add value to your life. Who genuinely cares for you? Who genuinely wants to see you win? Who contacts you just to see how you're doing? Like not that they want anything, but they're just asking, how are you doing? And not just to hear, you know, that fake answer. Oh, I'm okay. Sometimes we really are okay. But I think we've all had a time where we've been asked, are you okay? And we're really not okay. I've done it plenty of times. I'm always smiling, always, you know, happy. But I've had times in the past where I'm like, you know what? I just told them I was doing great. I was doing fine. And I was really having a terrible day, (laughs) you know, but now I've gotten better at being honest about how I'm really feeling at the moment. But you want to think about that. You know, what are some people that actually support you, genuinely support you, genuinely care for you? Someone, you know, you could call if you needed anything, whether even if it's just a talk or vent about something that really makes a big deal. So think about the people in your life. Who are the negative people? Who are the positives? Who needs to stay? Who needs to go? And I know it's hard letting go of certain relationships and connections, but if you really want to elevate your space, elevate your lifestyle, elevate your whole experience, you really got to think about those people in your life because we can't do, we can't get through life alone, but we have to be mindful of the people that we are connected to. Because sometimes they're not meant to be there forever. And that's okay. I had to accept that too. When I was younger, I used to wonder, well, why can't we all just be cool and be friends or be together forever? But I realized that we all have different interests. We grow apart from people. We go to different paths. And sometimes the connections aren't meant to stay. Sometimes, you know how we hear People are only meant for seasons. I truly believe that. Not that it's a bad thing that the connection isn't there anymore, but you have to understand that sometimes it's meant forever and sometimes it's not. But just evaluate your relationships with everyone and make sure that you are showing up for other people too. Make sure that you are nurturing the relationships and not only worrying about what other people can do for you. All right. So the last thing is for today for Money Mindset Thursdays is doing a check-in with yourself. So it's January still. I believe Monday is the 30th or 31st. Um, How are you doing on your goals? You know, when the new year starts, we're all thinking about, you know, the top things that we're thinking about is, you know, fitness, health, fitness, and our money. Those are like at the top of the list of things we're trying to get together, right? So since January 1, what have you been doing every day every week. Are you doing the things that you said you were going to do? If you haven't, that's still okay, but you do want to ask yourself why. Why haven't you started? Or why didn't you stay on track? Or why are you hesitating to make any moves? If you are on track, that is great. Still check in with yourself to see, okay, what's next? What I'm going to work on tomorrow? But you just want to check in with yourself to see how am I feeling right now? I know a lot of people are still kind of overwhelmed and stressed because when you look on social media or on TV, everybody's talking about doing this and doing that, but it can be overwhelming to think about doing five, 10 different things. So I just want you to kind of think about what you thought about at the beginning of the year on January 1st, or refer to your list to see what did you have on there? And 
and ask yourself for each thing that you have on there, each goal, ask yourself, am I on track or off track? Did I start or did I not start? And ask yourself why. You know, you set these goals for a reason and you don't want to go into, you don't want to have December come back around and you wishing you would have started. So ask yourself, what do you need to start or to get back on track? What are you, what are you missing in your life that you feel would help you? Now, I tell people that no one is going to want to help you unless you're wanting to help yourself too, because you can get all the tips and advice that you can get, but if you don't take action on the information that you're receiving, it's going to be really hard to see those results you want. So I just want you to set some time today, not tomorrow. You can take at least 15 minutes today to just ask yourself, what do I really want out of my life? And if you haven't started, ask yourself why. Ask yourself why. And don't just answer it with like a surface level basic answer. Like dig deeper and really figure out what are you hesitating? What are you procrastinating on? Are you fear? Do you have a fear of something? Are you scared or are you afraid of something? Is that what's holding you back? You know, do you feel like you don't have enough time? You don't have enough money? Whatever it is you feel like you are lacking to be able to make a move, I just want you to dig a lot deeper to figure out why you aren't doing what you need to do to get there. But also give yourself grace and patience because it can really be overwhelming to be at level 10 at all the things. And even if you're only working on one goal this whole year, like for example, let's say your goal is to pay off one of your debts. That is a huge goal. You know, let's say you have three credit cards and all your goal this year is to pay off one of them. That is a huge goal because that's one less debt you have to worry about. Maybe your goal is to buy a new car and you want to save to pay cash for it. Or maybe you want to save for the down payment for the car. That could be your only goal this year. And that is still good. So I don't want you to underestimate your goals. Don't feel like you have to have these big goals. And even if you have goals that you want to work on, maybe you're not completing a goal, but maybe you're starting a goal and just making progress on it this year. Maybe you're going to finish it next year. So I want you to think about goals like that. Don't always think about things that you have to complete this year. Think about goals that you could just complete and some that you can actually just make progress on throughout the year. So I appreciate you for joining me for a Money Mindset Thursdays, and I hope you will join me next week. I'm here every Thursday live on YouTube for about 30 minutes. I was a little late today, so please forgive me. But it's usually 12 p.m. Central Standard Time every Thursday live for Money Mindset Thursday. So I hope you have a good day. And I want you to DM me at Cleo Yoga Finance, or you can comment if you're on YouTube watching it. And just let me know what's that one money goal that you're either going to complete this year or that you're going to make progress on this year. Thank you so much and have a good day and I'll see you next week.